Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be where you're at. I just want to say hello and thank you so much for tuning in to Uncensored. I know that I haven't been making any episodes as of lately, but I please ask that you guys be patient with me. My mind is in like 101 different places and I'm just trying to get a lot done at once and I just need to be more patient with myself and I need to stop trying to you know you know um accomplish so much at one time so that's why you guys haven't been seeing you know or hearing about me and I haven't been making any episodes but I promise you guys I'm gonna try my best to try to have at least one episode every week or at least every two weeks Um, Thank you so much for those people who actually listen to the three episodes that I have. I do feel like they're very, um, there's a lot of good information in that, in those three episodes. And if you haven't listened to those three episodes prior to this one, I ask that you please go listen. You know, you might find something in there that helps you or something that you can relate to. Um, I just want to let you know that Uncensored is basically what the name is. Like, it's self-explanatory. I'm not going to be filtering myself. I'm not going to try to be someone that I'm not. I'm going to show you guys the authentic me. And hopefully someone can relate. And hopefully I could start up a conversation with someone or you know inspire someone to want to be better because that's the whole purpose of this to be my authentic self to be who I was destined to be and you know to allow you guys to watch me grow and hopefully to inspire you guys to grow as well today we're going to be talking about the power of our surroundings and what people say about us the good and the bad, the ugly, all of that. Um, I just want to say that it is human nature for us to basically take in what people say about us. And, you know, especially if they're negative, we tend to hold on and latch on to those that say negative things to us. Or we hold on to those negative words. I'm not sure why. But we tend to hold on to those. And we tend to, you know, adjust our lives according to what someone else has said. And I'm a victim of that. I, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. I'm still trying to grow and trying my best every single day. But I can say that I'm better than what I was three or four years ago even a year ago I'm a better version of myself and I know that for a fact that I will continue to be a better and better and better version of myself as the years progress quick little story on why I decided to speak on this is because I've noticed that a lot of my struggles a lot of my pain has come from what people have said about me and you know I read this book called the four agreements and it was basically saying how we make agreements with other people when they speak their opinions upon our lives and that 
people's opinions have nothing to do with you. That's just how they perceive the world. That's just how they see things. And, you know, if someone calls you ugly, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're ugly. That's what they see. That's, you know, and someone else can see that you're beautiful. And you're just like, wait, which one is it? It's whatever you think about yourself. And the moment you take on that person's negative opinion, you then make an agreement with them to say, okay, you think I'm ugly? Okay, I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to see ugly. And then you made an agreement with someone that nine times out of ten doesn't really know you doesn't know who you are so it's like you're making agreements with strangers people who don't know the real you people who don't know how genuine or how kind-hearted you are so I say all this to say when I was in let's say ninth grade that's when like my insecurities really started to begin like in the beginning of my ninth grade year of high school I um I was very like, in the beginning of my years of high school, I was very like confident. I used to really love dressing up and, you know, looking fly and stuff. I wasn't really into makeup at that time because I didn't know how to do it and I didn't like how it made my face look. But, you know, I was always like trying to look on point. It just makes me feel good. Like, till this day, like, looking nice makes me feel good. Like, I feel better about myself. And it's not to say that I hate myself, but I just feel good when I, you know, got on heels, got on my little fit. So when I was in high school, I used to be very confident, and I used to love taking pictures. Like, I was taking pictures. Like, I have so many pictures of myself, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, I'm just... I'm a very photogenic person and I love pictures. I really love taking pictures. I had a whole picture wall <laughs> in my um, room. I had to take that down because it was a little tacky. I was getting older. But yeah, I was very, like, a very confident girl. And I moved from a place called Deerfield Beach, which is still in Florida, and I moved to another city called Fort Lauderdale. And when I moved to Fort Lauderdale, I. When I moved to Fort Lauderdale, I um, went to a whole new church because the church that I used to go to was, it wasn't that far, but my mom really wanted to like start over. And so she said, okay, you everyone's going to a new school. Everyone's going to a new church. And, you know, I feel like that was the best decision that she made for us because I feel like I wouldn't be who I am if those decisions weren't made. Um, I came to a new church and I, you know, started, you know, getting to know people a little bit. I'm very a to myself type of person. So, of course, they approached me. I never really tried to approach anybody. I'll go to church and literally sit by myself. And even when I did know the women, or the kids or the teenagers at church, I wouldn't really sit with them because back then I took my spiritual world very serious. I still do take my spiritual um, world very serious, but in a whole different aspect, if that makes sense. And I would like to go to church and sit down and try to understand the word 
because I know if I try to sit by my friends, I'm gonna be distracted. So I just tend to sit by myself. It was nothing personal. And, you know, I got to know some of the girls and I joined a girls group, a girls choir at the church and everything was cool. Like I was getting, I was building a bond with those girls and we were praise dancing, we were singing, you know. I was thoroughly doing things that I enjoyed um, and it felt good, it felt good. And they seen my ways, they seen that I really love taking pictures. Like I love taking pictures, I love posting them and everything and they saw that about me and you know, they would always say things like, oh, Cindy, you're so conceited, you're so conceited. And, you know, I would always say, oh, I'm not conceited, I'm just confident, I'm just confident, because I knew that's what it was. It was confidence. I didn't ever think I was better than anybody. I just felt like, I look good, so I'm going to take a picture. But it's like some people didn't see it that way. They saw it like, oh, she thinks she all that. She always stand by herself. You know, she don't like to talk to nobody. She like taking pictures of herself. She sadiddy. She bougie. She this. Like, it was just so much assumptions about me. And it really wasn't that. I literally was confident in who I was. And, you know, I know I wasn't the best looking or I wasn't perfect. But I was at a young age embracing my flaws embracing who I was and to other people it was taken mistaken for arrogance it was mistaken for who does this girl think she is and I remember one specific time I I um I was in church and it was you know with the girls and you know it was after church and I think we were practicing or I think it was a barbecue. Our church had a barbecue. And my old church was a school and a, um, it was a school and a church at the same time. So we were in the classrooms, like sitting down and just like playing games and, you know, having like a fun Sunday. And they were writing on the board, like everybody's name. They put everybody's name down that was in the girls group. And, beside everyone's name was like something about them like for example they put someone as the funny one the smart one the goofy one the you know just basically describing and then when it came down to my name it was the conceited one and I don't know but that has always like stuck with me because I seen how everyone was just so bothered by how I loved myself <laughs> that it really affected me for the worse. It literally affected me for the worse and it was till this day it's better now but till this day it, it affects me. Um, I spent a long time hearing oh you're conceited you're conceited you think you are that or you know you bougie mm -mm, like who do you think you are type shit and I took all of that in and at some point I found myself being insecure because it's like very severely insecure to this day like I know a lot of people follow me on Instagram and they think that I'm so confident and you know I don't even try to put on that persona that I am confident but 
I just like I take pictures and I post them but you know people will look at it and say the picture is nice like oh she seems very confident but in reality in actuality I am <laughs> probably the most insecure person that you could probably think of um I would hope it's not that severe. It's probably not as severe as I'm making it seem. There's probably people who are more insecure than me, but I'm very insecure. And people wouldn't really know that about me until they're, like, really close around me. Like, based off Instagram, you're not going to notice, you know, my insecurities. But the reason why I started to, you know, look at myself that way in a negative um, aspect is because everyone around me was making it seem like it was so wrong to love myself to embrace my flaws and it's like I just felt like I wasn't pretty enough or I wasn't good enough to embrace those attributes you know embrace those um flaws to embrace those those things that aren't all that cute but it still makes me and I really took their negative opinions and I made it my life I made it my reality until this day I I suffer from it and 21 at 16 was it even 16 14 years old I was confident my confidence level was on top of the world on top of the roof but at 21 right now I'm struggling to find myself I'm struggling to to love myself all over again and I feel like if I never made that agreement with those people that felt like me loving myself was a problem I wouldn't be at this point but I don't have any regrets and I still thank God for the journey because within like trying to love myself I've learned so much about myself and I've learned so much in general so I'm still thankful for the journey but it also it also shows how people's words can affect you so negatively and how you can make agreements with people without even knowing it unintentionally and it just looking back I'm just like dang I wish I didn't make those agreements like dang self-love is the best love dang being confident that's attractive being confident that's amazing because I feel like with confidence with self-love you can accomplish any goal that you desire you can walk into a room and not feel like you have to belittle yourself or make yourself smaller in order to to please people in order to make people feel comfortable and I feel like people will portray their insecurities onto you when they see that you're not on their level not saying that you're better than them, but when you surpass that insecurity level and you are around people who are still insecure, it bothers them. Not saying that those girls were insecure, because who knows? But I'm just saying in general, like, when you are around people, when you've beat that insecurity stage and you're around people that are still insecure and you're confident and you know who you are, you love yourself, you embrace all of the good and the bad about yourself you're gonna make people uncomfortable and you're gonna make 
people will side eye you people will look at you like you're crazy because like girl you're doing too much why you always gotta take pictures like why you always like why you always gotta post on that ground why you always you know looking at yourself and you know it'll it'll make you feel when like you constantly hear something it just it affects you and I feel like at that age I wasn't very strong-minded at all now I am well I I'm becoming a more strong-minded person because I feel like my mind could be a little bit more stronger but back then I had the weakest mind of all but I was only 14 but you know when you're weak-minded, you you can easily fall into the traps that society has set for you, that your parents have set for you, that your surroundings have set for you, that the government has set for you, that, you know, when you don't know who you are and you are weak-minded, things are easily, easily, you know, can easily be done to you. And I just... I just, I'm at a point where I'm just learning that no matter what people say about me, negative or positive, I'm going to choose to love myself. I'm going to, you know, look at myself in the mirror and embrace myself because at the end of the day like I said people will portray their insecurities on you it has absolutely nothing to do with you and it's just it's just really sad how things operate and how the littlest thing someone can say to you affects you and you know you can't just be making agreements with everybody because it will affect your life. And another thing that I suffer from is, it all ties into being insecure, but when I was in third grade, I found out that my vision wasn't the best. And I had a teacher who, she loved me and she saw that like my vision, like I would always be in front of the board to see the work and everybody was just normal. Well, not saying that people who can't see aren't normal, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's just that my vision was very bad, and she, you know, went out of her way to get me glasses. She didn't buy them herself, but she made the school, like, pay for them and everything. I didn't ask her to do that because my family, um, we're not rich, but we could afford some glasses. But she went out of her way to get me some glasses and she they gave me the little slip and I went to the um to the doctor's office and they gave me the glasses for free got an eye test for free got the glasses for free and I wore them for a little bit but they were very uncomfortable and ever since then I just stopped wearing them and I learned like later in life that in high school I learned that I have something called amplopia. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Basically, when you are partially blind in one eye, you can be partially blind in both eyes, but mine is um, mainly my left eye. And like, I'm literally like, if I put my hand on my right eye, 
and I'm trying to see out of my left eye. It is very, 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 very difficult for me. And because I'm partially blind in one eye, it affects my, my vision in general. So I didn't know about having a lazy eye or the um, disease that I had. I don't know if it's a disease. I don't know what it is. But the condition that I had, I didn't know about it until I got to high school. I knew that my vision wasn't good, but... I didn't think that it was as severe as, you know, it is. So when I got to high school, um, you know, you know, freshman, you're getting comfortable with people and stuff. And I would notice that people would call me the cock-dyed girl or, yeah, the cock-dyed girl, the cross-dyed girl, the Haitian cross-dyed girl, you know, saying little slick remarks like that and describing me in a very negative way as far as my eye because amphibia, it basically, because the eye is like lazy, like you can barely, it's like, it doesn't, the brain favors one eye of the, the brain, <laughs> the brain favors one eye over the other and the left eye my left eye the one that has the condition where I'm partially blind it tends to be lazy so like I can't focus on something for too long because it will like shift to my to my left like my eye will shift to my left and it will like stay there and I can move it back but it won't like stay so like I have a lazy eye and, you know, people would describe me as a cock-dyed girl as if there weren't plenty of other ways to describe me. And, you know, when I would hear that, that would affect me deeply, you know, something that I didn't know I had. For the 14 years I've lived, like, having a lazy eye was never an insecurity of mine. But because everyone was constantly pointing at it, pointing out, pointing it out, it quickly became my insecurity and to this day I don't make eye contact because when you have this thing where you make eye contact with people and they see your eye shifting really quickly or your eye is not staying in one place you can't focus on on them I had people say ew what's wrong with your eye ew what you looking at ew why your eye like that you know making it seem like I got like Ebola or some shit and you know hearing those words like it hurt me um I'm trying not to cry um it hurts me like very deeply because I know it's like something that I can't control and I know that we all come with flaws so it's like why do people like tend to pick at you know um a flaw you know something that you can't control and you know that has affected me a lot in my life like because of what people say about me, you know, say about my eye. So, like, that, it quickly became an insecurity based on what other people were saying. So, I'm just saying how when you're weak-minded and you don't have an identity of your for yourself, it becomes so easy for people to trap you into their little traps. It becomes easy for people to manipulate you into thinking that you're not beautiful, that you're not worthy, that you're not loved, that you're not going to be anything in life. It just becomes very easy. And I've learned that. And I'm healing 
from all of that. I'm looking in the mirror every day, even though I haven't fully accepted myself for who I am. Every day, I'm getting a little bit closer. I'm getting a step closer because I look at myself in the mirror. And, you know, I I legit try to try to love who I am so I'm still learning I'm still trying my best and I I'm very optimistic that one day God will make that happen for me and I just want to let you know that the glitz and the glamour on Instagram that stuff nine times out of ten it's not real because I'm pretty sure everybody sees me on social media my follower they see me on social media and they think that I'm this positive person which I am I'm a very positive person but my life ain't perfect I go through things I suffer from depression anxiety um insecurities I suffer with so much but you wouldn't assume that from looking at my social media and it's not like I'm trying to hide anything it's just the fact that I don't know like, I feel like social media is a platform where people show the best versions of themselves. And those things that I post on social media, those things are me, but they're just the best version of me. So people don't really know or think that an ugly side of me exists. And I'm just trying to break out of that. And I'm trying to be more honest with myself and I'm trying to be more honest with, honestly, I don't care to be honest with other people. I care to mostly be honest with myself because once I'm honest with myself, then I'm, I can be comfortable to be honest with other people. And y'all, self-love is very important. I feel like if you're struggling with that right now, if you have a lot of insecurities, you should work on that and don't look past it. Because self-love and insecurities will keep you in relationships that was been not supposed to be for you. Will keep you in places where your soul feels harmed. But because you're insecure and you're not sure of who you are, you will stay in those positions. Because you don't feel worthy to be, to be loved or to have anything greater. And insecurities will allow you to walk in the room with your head down and you know people will walk all over you because you're insecure you're not sure who you are so I do feel like self-love is very important it's very very important and if you don't have that right now it's not easy because every day I wake up and I try my best to um to keep going and love myself but sometimes it is hard. Sometimes, you know, today is better than yesterday. Yesterday is better than today. But as long as you keep trying, I feel like it will happen for you. And I do feel like it will happen for me too. So if you are suffering from anything like that, insecurities, self-love, self-acceptance, acts that you look in the mirror, you point out all the things that you don't love about yourself and know that that's how God made you, number one. And 
you are technically, not even technically, you have to spend the rest of your natural life with yourself. Like, you have to wake up every morning and look at that girl or look at that boy in the mirror, you know? You ain't going to see nobody else but you. You're not going to see nobody different. You're not going to wake up and see something else. You're not, unless you go have plastic surgery, but it's like, that doesn't resolve the issue because the issue is within you can have all the plastic surgery you want but if you don't work on the mentality or the issues from within that was like pointless because you can always find something that you don't like about yourself and so it's like why why try to change it embrace it embrace it and be truthful and be true to yourself or at least try to be as long as you keep trying and don't give up it will happen for you thank you so much for listening to uncensored i hope that you guys took something from this um yeah i hope you guys took something from this if you guys have any questions about this podcast or anything that I said or any feedback or anything like that or you want to start a conversation with me I'm a very open person I'm not bougie I'm not sadity so you can hit me up on Instagram and I will respond to you the best way I know how um yeah (laughs) share this with your friends and I really do appreciate you guys for listening I hope you guys have a blessed day Thank you.